Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, Sandro! Hey, Sandro! Hey, hey, what do you, what do you want? It's us, we're in New York! Yeah. Hey! We've got to do a podcast because I'm running out of money. Oh, no. We need to make more money because you know what? There's there's two things in life that matter. Mm. Podcasts and money. Mm. So we've got to record this podcast. What 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 podcast do you want to do? What are, what are we going to talk about? Uh, I want to I want to talk about the state of people just living their rubbish on the, on the streets That's, here in New I, York. I, I think that's just hard rubbish. We could do one about the rats. All the rats. The rats. Oh, the rats in New York. There's so many rats in New York. Oh, my God. They eat all the pizza. Mm. They take the big slices of pizza. They eat them up. That's why we have so many rats, because of the pizza. I'm very confused. I'm questioning a lot of things right now, because you're obviously from New York. Yeah, I'm obviously from New York. I don't know where I am. My voice is just vaguely American, and I can't remember where I come from. Yeah, look, you're from the out west, alright? You uh. you grew up on a farm, but you moved to New York. And I'm your New Yorker friend. Right. And now we're going to do a podcast about a New Yorker. Do you like my New York accent? Look, it's... It's all right. It won't be grading for the rest of the podcast if I just do it continuously. Nah, maybe stop. This is probably your worst intro. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. No, the, my worst intro was with Ben. That was pretty bad. Ben, my boy. What is what? What is this? <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> Whatever it is, I'm sure you're gonna cut it somewhere. Anyway, welcome to All the Other Goody. Uh, my co-host is Sandra. I'm Zach. We're doing a podcast about a New Yorker movie. What's the movie called, Sandra? What's it all about? What's the things? How you doing? Um, in the reverse order. I'm fine. The movie's about <laughs> why you shouldn't take vacations. And the movie is called Stranger Than Paradise. Nice. I like how you did that. Yeah. I like how you, you flipped it in reverse. I flipped it around. That's also, we're reviewing movie. movies from 1984 in the order they came out in. And we're in the weird season of... The 80s. We're doing weird movies. Well, what did you think? Yeah, this was really good. Yeah? I, re- I really liked it. I, I, I mean, I didn't realise when you picked it last week, but I'm a big fan of this director. I've seen mm. probably about 30% of his films. I like pretty much all of them. I like... Like, he films stuff like it's a documentary. And sure, that style can get a- annoying for certain people. Like the five seconds of black in between every single <laughs> scene. But... I found that very amusing, to be honest, because it was so, like, different from every... Nowadays, you have cut, 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 and it's instant, and it's bam! You're gonna have action, go, next. This one, it's like, take a sip of beer, five seconds of silence, take another sip of beer, <laughs> five seconds of... <laughs> then, slowly fade out to the yes, next scene. Yes, Also, because every scene is just one shot as well, so whenever yeah. you cut... To blackness that's just because it's the end of that one shot scene then you go to the next one shot scene and it's just mm. that for 90 minutes yeah which was interesting i i found it a bit more relaxing yeah a nice slow pace 
compared to all these action and it's quick and it's like go 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 and you don't have time to like sip your drink or anything it's just action yeah. action action it's non-stop that's good for my millennial mind which has a five second attention span because if you you leave those five seconds i'm gone mm. i'm i'm over the other side of the room eating cheetos out of the bowl but um, <laughs> yeah okay that's an interesting choice what, you don't like Cheetos? Uh, it depends which ones. Are they flaming hot? Absolutely. All right, look, I, I, I'm on board for that. I'm on board for that. You don't, you don't eat you, you don't eat the other Cheetos. The other not. Cheetos are for those normies. They're garbage. I'm a millennial. Yeah. I need things either spicy, so spicy, in fact, that they can kill me. That's what I'm after. I'm looking to die. Yeah, all right. Just to feel anything. <laughs> yeah, to feel... <laughs> Just want to feel describes something. How a <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Which is why I love me some spicy food. But this takes a nice slower pace, which is way different from modern films. Yes. And I felt that relaxing. But that being said, I didn't enjoy this film as much as I think you did. Yeah, I thought this was very good. Yeah. I also just just. I was just laughing pretty much nonstop. I thought this was very funny from beginning to end. Yeah, it was. Uh, I I had a good chuckle. Mm. I had a good chuckle now and again. Mm. I was like, "Ha, huh, this is funny." He, definitely, the best character was the sidekick mm. because they were so tropey. <laughs> they were like, "Oh, I don't want to sleep on the the the." makeshift bed come on guys come, come on. on don't don't make come on we're gonna go to the dog races gonna go to the dog races mate we're gonna let's go to the dog races i have a good feeling about the dog races <laughs> i have a good feeling about these dog races yeah, yeah. <laughs> just throughout the movie he was the most tropey silly character and i actually uh i quite enjoyed that look i enjoyed it a lot on the other hand i had to wait a while you see, I paused for like five seconds because that's how long it takes to get to every second scene. That is what happens. Also, this film doesn't no. have a a plot. I mean, it does. It's got characters and the characters do things, but the story is... I feel like there could have been a little more. Yeah. Just a little, a little bit more. I liked the lack of plot, but also it, it could make yeah. this episode very difficult to do. Yeah, it's interesting because I liked it because it was so different mm. from like everything we've done literally everything but at the same time not all things that are different are good sure sometimes different can be bad yep well sometimes it can be your other option for this week do you like that oh like that speaking of what is it uh yeah the other film that came out this week in 1984 is called teachers a satire about a high school student who gets no about a high school teacher who gets sued by a former student look yep definitely more of a normal film for us to do it, it would have been uh interesting to go from child suing parents <laughs> to get a divorce to go to teacher I uh, know a uh, student suing teacher for reasons. Yeah, but that would have been doing two similar movies back to back. Probably would have gotten bored. I think this was cool. I think this was a cool movie to do. Hell yeah! It is written, directed, edited, produced by this guy called Jim Gamush, who uh, mm. this is his second movie, but his first 
I guess, studio release. Yeah, he makes a lot of these, like, dry, deadpan sort of stuff. The mm. first one I saw from him was uh, called Patterson with Adam Driver, the guy that plays Kylo Ren. Oh. It's him as a poet. Uh. And it's, it's like a week of his life. And every day is pretty much the same. So you're just watching him go to work, do the same thing, get the bus, come back home. But, like, one thing different happens every day. Like, he'll go to the lake and he'll talk to someone. <laughs> wow. That, sounds, is, that yeah. sounds interesting. I like Kylo Ren Boy. He's, He's good. He's good. What's that movie that he did? The one where he played, like, in the KKK? The black man in the KKK? Oh, Black Klansman. That yeah, that's good. Black Klansman. Yeah, that's fantastic. I loved him in that. Yeah. And, yeah, that was a great movie. There's also a zombie film he did with that guy as well and Bill Murray last year called The Dead Don't Die. I saw that in the theatres with Ben. It was pretty fun. How did, how did that one go as a dry pan sort of movie? It was very strange. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just thinking. Just watch it, because I don't know how to explain that movie. And also, <laughs> the entire film is like an allegory for like global warming or something. It's It kind of works. It's probably my least favourite from the director I've seen, but it's, oh, okay. it kind of works. Interesting. They're driving in a car, and the song, The Dead Don't Die, starts playing, and Adam Driver's like, what's this song? And Bill Murray says, <laughs> it's the theme song. <laughs> nice. It's, it's very wow. good. It's very Sounds good. Sounds like I would enjoy that slightly more than I enjoyed this film. You probably will. Um, he did a sad mm. film with Bill Murray as well called Broken Flowers, which is really good. He did a western with Johnny Depp that I really want to see called Dead Man. Haven't seen that one. And he did a movie which is very much up your alley because it's called Ghost Dog, The Way of the Samurai. <laughs> that, was not, that was not the ending of that <laughs> sentence I was expecting. Wow, that sounds awesome. Ghost Dog, The Way of the Samurai. The Way of the Samurai. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, I want to see a ghost dog with a katana in its mouth just freaking chop a dude in half. <laughs> it sounds great. It sounds great. It sounds amazing. Sounds like every movie he's done would be better than the movie I've watched. No, not true. His first one, which came before this, isn't very good. Okay. Um, but also that was like a student film. Technically, the first act of this movie is a short film that he released two years earlier that he then turned into a proper movie. So the first half hour with just the cousin visiting in New York, that was its own thing for like ages. Ah, right. Now that makes a little more sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah. um, for the cast... We've got John Lurie as Willie, who is, I guess, the main character. He's from another mm. film the director did by Down By Law, which looks really good. I think that's Ben's favourite. I haven't seen that one, though. Um, he's also one of the founding members of a jazz group called The Lounge Lizards. That's a great name. Yeah. And in the 90s, he had his own TV show where he went fishing with famous people. <laughs> Hell yeah. Gonna have to watch that. Let's let's go let's go fishing with Trump. I want to go fishing with Trump. It's like I'm the best fisher. I fish all the fish better than anyone else. Anyone else at all. And this guy's just there going, "Hey, but I just I'm just from New York. I don't know anything. I'm just from New York. I want to go to the dog races. <laughs> it's wrong character. I want to go to the dog races after this fishing. Fishing, whatever. Boring. I want to yeah. go to the dog races. I got a good feeling about the dog races. Exactly. I got a good feel. Uh, speaking of the dog races, the guy that wants to go to the dog races, his name is Eddie. He's played by Richard Edson. He plays Spike in that Super Mario Brothers movie that we will not... Well, one day we might do an episode on it. I hope not. Oof, that film. Is that really his, his claim to fame? Yeah. He, it's a yep. big oof. <laughs> he was Spike. <laughs> 
Oof. At first, I thought they were the same person, but I guess because they just have the same nose. Mm. Like, when he first showed up, I went, wait, is that the same actor? Yeah, no, they, they look really similar, yeah. which is interesting. Yeah. Because all New Yorkers look the same. It's just how they're produced. You see, there's a big factory full of rats, mm. full of rats, where New Yorkers are made. That's why sometimes New Yorkers come out with their face half gnawed off. It's because yeah. of the, the rats. They get into the defects. I was going to say it's because of the uh, all the toxic material that they're eating in their pizzas all the time. It's making them all yeah. look the same. Well, the pizza's made from the trash that's left on the street, so mm. that would make sense. Of course, of course. Seeing as there's so much trash. We've never been in New York, and I feel like we should stop bagging it, but also... <laughs> No, 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 no. You see, we all, all the New Yorkers, they left mm. like five minutes into the podcast. <laughs> so now we're free. We've got a free range of comedy. Great. They're, they're too busy bashing on themselves. They're like, they've got to fight over the, the, the trash, trash piles. Because who gets the trash gets the cash. Gets the cash. To go and make pizzas. Buy a pizza. Hell yeah. And then they marry a rat? Is that that? Hey, look, yeah. if you find find the best rats, you toppings on the pizzas. That's, exactly. that's bonus. Mm, the am I right? Mm. Delicious. That's 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 the New York version of ratatouille. <laughs> ratatouille. I was going to say pepperoni, but yeah, ratatouille. Yeah, no, no. It's also ratatouille. Yeah, that's good. It's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. So the New York version is it's a pizza, like a rat makes a pizza, yeah. oh. but the rat dies at the very end. Right, right. You're talking about the rat version of the movie. Ratatouille. Yeah, the movie Ratatouille. Yeah, Ratatouille, the sequel cousin that no one... <laughs> yeah, that no one wanted. No. Um, so playing Eva is Esther Ballant, who did a lot of experimental theatre before this movie, which was her first ever movie. She went on to do a bunch of other comedies, uh, has also released a bunch of albums as a singer and a violinist. So she's very, oh. very well established. Violin, eh? That's a good instrument. 96% on Rotten Tomatoes. Audience score of 88%, which is very high. I thought it would be much lower than that. It won the yeah. Camera Dior at Cannes, which is uh, an award for Best Debut Movie. Won awards at like pretty much every single film festival under the sun as well. Yeah, which is really interesting. I think because this was like the first of this sort of movie. Because like it was so fresh and different like the style of making mm. a documentary movie like this yeah very new again that's what i'm saying this movie is different mm. in so many aspects and it feels very fresh in that way which was nice and refreshing i don't mm. know if this is his best movie i'd probably like more of his other movies it's not his best it's not his best no yeah that's that's a lot of what the review says it wasn't his best but it was still really good yeah and I'll say that. I'll say it was very, very fresh. Hmm. And it was quite refreshing to watch. I don't know if I'd watch it again, but it was very, very fresh. Maybe in five years, I'll show this to someone. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 one of those things. I, like, there's a lot of movies like that where yeah. I'll say, I'll probably never watch this again. And then, like, ten years later, I come back and I was like, oh, yeah, I have no idea what this is. Let's watch this. Oh, yeah, I remember oh, I've this. seen this before. Except now the fact yeah. that you have seen it is documented on the internet. So if you do that, you will look like an idiot. Oh, no. Because they'll, they'll find proof. No, not that. Anything but that. <laughs> I've never looked like an idiot before uh, no. in my life. How could that ever happen to me? It's not Name like... one time I've looked stupid on this show. Hmm, one time. How many episodes do we have? This is episode 92. So probably only 91 of those episodes. That's still pretty good. 
Yeah, yeah. That's the odds, fine. the odds are still in your favor. Again, I, I've never looked like an idiot in my life. How much do you think this cost? Not how much it made. How much did it cost? It cost uh, two two dollars. <laughs> he had because he used his own apartment. Yeah, and his friends. And his own recording equipment. He owned everything. Right. Uh, $2 was a coffee for the uh, sausage place. Mm. So that they were allowed to record that because it was like, can we record it? It's like, you got to buy something. All right, I'll get a coffee. Buy a coffee. Sure. Well, it cost 100000 But look, you're yeah. close. <laughs> you're closer than you would be if you guessed a million. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. No, no, no. I, I knew it was going to cost very little, <laughs> yeah, but I was this like... Is micro budget. He's his auntie's house, his own auntie, you know, it was I think, blah, blah, blah. I think that was, because the auntie isn't an actor. No. So maybe it was a relation. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, it makes sense. Look, or a relation of an actor. Look, they were very good. The auntie was great. The auntie's excellent. Yeah. What a the great auntie. The auntie was... Top 10 aunties that we've watched. We need to make a top 10 list and put that number one. I don't even know what else would be on there. What do you think this made, though? Mm. Off a $100,000 budget, what do you think it made? $100,000 budget is still a lot, yeah. to be honest. Yeah. He would have gotten, like, grants and stuff, I think. Right. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. Still, that's more than I suspected this film cost, mm. to be honest. Like, they actually had a budget, which yeah. is impressive. Well done. $100,000, that's like a bloody regular season of uh, Home and Away, am I right? Oh, Local reference. Home and Away. Oh, I'm Australian. I've watched that show before. I haven't. I've never what, seen what it. What is that show? What, is, what, what happens? I, I have no fucking... <laughs> They're at the beach, and sometimes they die. What? Sometimes the actor becomes famous and they've got to kill the actor off. Sometimes Margot Robbie is on it and they're like, oh, you're Harley Quinn now. Going to kill you off because you're too famous. We can't afford you. We've only got a $100,000 budget. Oh, right. Yeah, because we're home and away and we have no fucking budget. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, We'll say three mil. Oh, you were so close. <laughs> Do I go up or down, Sandro? Whoa. I'm not going to say. 4,000. Oh, you went in the wrong direction. Uh, three, uh, two and a half mil. Yes, two and a half mil. That's really decent. Yeah. Nice. Good job. Enough money to fund another movie, which probably made more than that. So that's how... Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Good, that, that's good stuff. Hell yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how we're going to do this synopsis, but <laughs> let's do it. Hell yeah. I'm just going to go rants on things. Yeah. As they come up, no we'll just talk about them. What happens first, Sandra? Tell well, me, first is the font. Me. First is the font. We should talk about the font. Oh, yeah, the font. It was a font. It was, um, blocky? It was, um, what you could afford with 100,000. <laughs> yeah. That's movie budget. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I'm not expecting better. It's fine. It was okay. It's fine. It's fine, fine, fine. Again, it's better than speed. Speed's the worst font. I will never forgive that movie I speed. I think you mean best font. No. No, don't make your font zoom. Ugh. Graphics. Ugh. Zoom. Because it's speed, Sandro. So Gross. The speed. No good. <laughs> I love speed font. Don't speed like font it. font will go down in history as one of the best. All I'm saying is that imagine if the font for this zoomed onto the screen with a big old <laughs> screech. That wouldn't make any sense. Because this is not a movie about speed. It is a movie about driving cars, though. That is true. 
If the movie was called, like, Road Trip, then I'd be like, yeah. Imagine if this movie was called Road Trip. <laughs> it would, look, would it not make sense? Yeah, but I would instantly think negative things when seeing that. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the road trip? Why is the road trip start? I don't understand. Oh, oh, the music was p- pretty cool. I liked the music. It was like Pink, Pink Panther music. Yeah, it was interesting. So is this where the budget went? But don't. I don't know. It's set, wait, I think the music's probably done by What's-His-Face's a, a jazz group. Mm. It's probably his stuff. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. It's good music, so good on him. Part one of this movie is Willie's cousin Ava is coming to visit from Hungary. She's moving in with her aunt, but her aunt is sick and in hospital for 10 days. So she has to stay at Willie's house. I think it's the first time we see her, she's walking across the street carrying a tape recorder that's playing music. And instantly I went, ooh, you're not going to like that. Because that's obviously one of your biggest hatreds. People playing music on the streets out of their phones and stuff fun fact you're right yeah i wrote down what the fuck is this lady doing and look back then maybe that's okay nowadays if you're doing that but this lady with not even a boombox she's just got like a recording device (laughs) like somehow managing to be a public menace number one yeah seriously it is a bit uh the, the song she's playing is pretty good though it's a pretty good song, so... Yeah, it is a good song. I don't mind, I don't mind. Although, Willie, not a fan. There is a key point here. She's not on public transport. No, because they couldn't afford to film on public transport. Exactly. And on the footpath is way better than public transport. Because mm. you know what happens then? I step two steps faster than normal... And get the fuck away from you. And walk away. But at least I'm not stuck in a metal tube for an hour listening to your garbage. Exactly. Even if your garbage is my preferred type of music, (laughs) I don't want to hear it blasted in a metal tube. So that was pretty fun. In general, the style of this movie, like the clothing, it was pretty different. Yeah, a lot of fedoras. A lot of fedoras. (laughs) Oh, yeah, remember when fedoras weren't, you know, for um, incels only? <laughs> that was a good... I used to wear fedoras all the time. I don't anymore. No, it's bad image now. Don't do it. Yeah, people go, oh, you're like an internet milady person. You're an incel. And I'm like... Well, yes, but I don't want to tell you that by wearing a hat. Yeah, no, I don't want to admit that. On a... I, want to, I want to be able to just write on forums. I don't want people <laughs> yeah. to know who I really am. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, they'll be back soon. The fedoras are due a return. Oh, I can't wait. So they're just, they're, they're just both spending time in the apartment. It's half an hour of them hanging out. There's one conversation that I thought was really good where he's eating a TV dinner. <laughs> and she's like, where does that meat come from? Oh, I guess it comes from a, a cow. Comes from a cat. It doesn't even look like me. Yeah, well, that's what we eat here in America. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Got him. That's just good. Yeah. Because, like, there aren't jokes, but there are very funny conversations. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There. It's not like a, hey, here's a joke. Here's the setup. Here's the punchline. That does happen now. once, and it's probably the most unfunniest 30 seconds of the film, though. What is that one? The joke part. Oh, right. <laughs> Yeah, but that the whole point of that is he fails. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's not 
It's very good. The funny part is how bad he tells that joke. Mm. Another good moment is he's trying to teach her sports, and it goes on for like 30 seconds, and then, then there's silence, and then she just says, I think this game is really stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like trying to explain, like, okay, so the, the, the quarterback, he's like the general... Of the, I don't know sports either. Mm. Whoever's in the front, he's like the. He tries to explain it, and she's like, "What about when they're on defense?" And he's like, "What the quarterback? No, that's not how that works." <laughs> and then the silence, and she's like, "This game sucks." Yeah, that was good. That was a good moment. Uh, mm. another good moment was when she's like, "I want a vacuum," and he's like, "You don't just say you want a vacuum that's too formal. You say I'm going to go choke the alligator." <laughs> Which, okay, if you came up to me and went, I'm going to choke the alligator, I'd think something way different. You'd have to explain yourself, sir, because why did you just tell me that? Don't tell me that. I don't want to know. Look, you do you on your free time, but I don't want to know that. Um, and then you'd be like, no, I'm, I, I'm, I'm just vacuuming. And I'll be like, oh, <laughs> I thought you meant something completely different. So this is a saying. Choking the alligator is a saying yeah? that originated from this movie. It means tricking a foreigner to think that <laughs> this is a real saying being used in like whatever country you're in. Hell yeah. Which is, I thought, very funny. Anyway, there's, like, his friend Eddie comes over, and Eddie's like, I'm from New York, I'm Eddie, I, I, I'm a New Yorkin' dude. Oh yeah, I'm from New York, man, I have most of the punchlines as my character <laughs> development. Where, where, what are you up to? Oh, hey, pretty lady, didn't know you had a lady here. Hey. I want to bone down, I mean... Bro down, little bro. <laughs> This is when we're introduced to the fact that Willie and Eddie go off to the races. Mm, that's mm. what they do. They like a bit of gambling. Like a bit of betting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They make bets. They do it often. They like to be a little flippant with their money. We never see it, but I like that we didn't see it. I thought it was good. We see everything from her perspective, kind of. So that was very cool. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, oh, there's a really nice bonding moment where she goes to the shops, mm. she comes home and she's got all this stuff and she bought him a TV dinner and he's like, oh, you know what? You bought me a TV dinner? I think you're alright. Hey, that's what they say. Uh, a weight at a man's heart is through his stomach. Yeah. And you know what? It's true. If you buy me food, I, I, I don't know. You'll be my best friend for life. Are you actively asking people to simp for you right now? Absolutely. Oh, Look, no. There's a negative connotation on simping, but if someone simps for me, someone simps for me, best friends for life. If you're going to feed me, I'm, like, I'm not going to stop this. Hell yeah. <laughs> you want a simp daddy? Oh, absolutely. Call me Simp Daddy. That's my rapper name. <laughs> okay, great. Simp Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Buy my food. That's that's your one hit single. Your one hit single is Sim Daddy is just buy me food. Yes. Title, buy me food. Great. The YouTube commenters are gonna hate this episode. They're gonna be like, stop making jokes. Absolutely not. That's the whole fucking point, you baboons. <laughs> this is a comedy podcast. Unlike this movie, we gotta make active jokes. Otherwise uh, our listeners, all millennials, will lose interest. They are all millennials. He buys her a dress and she's like, this sucks. So when she leaves <laughs> to catch a bus, she just puts it in the bin. Yeah, which is amazing because then later on he's like, 
hey, did you see the dress I got her? To his friend. He's like, yeah, I saw the dress. You got her. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's real great. Yeah, because Eddie sees her throwing it in the bin. Eddie sees her throwing her. Yeah, which is good, which is good. It's a good time. I love that, though, that she just throws away. This, she isn't like, I'll sell it later. She's just like, not in the bin. I mean, who's going to buy it? It's bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think this is where we get the scene where uh, Willie and Eddie, with her now having left to go to stay with the aunt, they're in the place and they crack open a couple tinnies and they uh, just mm. drink for like 10 to 20 seconds. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a great... They're just sitting there drinking a beer. And because they're like, they're not talking. They're just sitting there drinking a beer. No one wants to break the silence. Nope. It's, it's, it's classic. It's like it's an good. actual relationship. It's good good time. Yeah, it feels like real people. Real people. Which is nice. Were the actors good enough to portray real people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they, they felt real. Yeah. I mean, obviously, uh, the main two, the, the cousins, they felt more real because... <laughs> because Eddie was just there doing jokes. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's the punchline of a lot of jokes. Yeah. So obviously it's a bit less realistic, but I think they felt real real. Hmm. Which is cool. Yeah. It definitely felt a bit student filmy to me. I don't know if you got that vibe. Yeah, I mean... Obviously this is his second film, so... <laughs> it's... Yeah, you it's, know. it's quite low budget, and I think the black and white nature does make it feel like a student film as well, because most... Student films try to hide their budget by being black and white as well, so... Yeah, 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 exactly. And, like, the acting wasn't incredible. No. But it wasn't the worst acting I've seen, which is honestly a detriment to most of the movies we've seen, not a compliment to this movie. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, like Warrior and the Sorceress, comparing these two. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, those movies had worse acting... And way bigger budgets, I feel. But anyway. Uh, we cut to part two of the movie. Mm. Part two of the movie. And we see, um, yeah, the two guys are uh, do- doing a bit of gambling in this guy's house. But something's going a little... Something's a little fishy here, Sandra. Mm. Something's a little... Not... Not... So, it's, it's not okay. Yeah. It's not all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because one of the guys is like, hey, wait a minute. Every five hands. <laughs> exactly. Specifically, when your friend yeah. deals, you win. Mm. Isn't that weird? Isn't that a little, little fishy? I'm not saying you're cheating at all. I'm not. Nah, I would never say that you're cheating. You're cheating. Get out. Give me my money back, you pieces of <laughs> shit. And they're like, oh, what? Uh, what? I've never seen this guy before in my life, man. <laughs> so like. I, 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 <laughs> yeah, I love that line. I've never seen this guy in my life. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, we're in New York. I'll never cheat. How dare you? How dare you catch? I uh, uh, accuse me of cheating. How dare you, sir? Yeah, yeah. Because probably not a great way to cheat. If you're gonna be cheating at cards, that's probably the worst. Like every round, maybe throw a couple times. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, no. It don't, it seems like uh... they might not be very good at this. <laughs> yeah. No. 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 But they've gotten away with it so far, and I guess because they were, you know, they, they're they just a bunch of lowlifes. Yeah. You know? Yeah. They really respect him enough to try any smart, you know. I liked when they're leaving 
the guy, like there's one guy who's really angry and one guy who's on, who's on the table and he's just confused about everything. And when they're yeah. leaving, the guy who's confused is like, oh, wait, they're they're leaving? And the guy's like, you're <laughs> damn right they're leaving. You finally got something right. <laughs> yeah, no, he literally, they like, a guy, we're leaving, we're out of here. How dare you? Uh, and then the guy goes, wait, they're, they're leaving? <laughs> yeah. No crap. <laughs> that was so... They left like 30 seconds ago. How did you not notice that? Yeah. So anyway, the two guys decide to go to Cleveland, not because they want to lose any like heat that they've attracted based off this, this little mess up. Mm. They just want to go for a holiday. They just want to go for a holiday. Yeah, which makes sense. Sometimes you just you just wanna play some poker somewhere else. You you're like, man, we've we've swindled everyone here. Let's go, let's go to just what just so happens to be where my cousin went. Yeah. Uh, good old... Go to the aunt's house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Go to auntie's place and be like, hey, I love me some of that family. I've only been actively <laughs> suppressing Hungarian on every call. But you know what? This time I'm going to be like, yeah, let's let's do it. Yeah, let's go to the auntie's house. Before they leave, though, they pass this guy on the street. And please explain to me what this scene was. I can't... How am I supposed to explain this to you, Sandro? I didn't know what was happening. I don't know I what I barely happened. know how this film ended, let alone how this scene was supposed to go. <laughs> what do you mean? He stops, he rolls down his window, and then he just berates a guy for being a factory worker, but then he gets sad about it afterwards. Yeah, they're like, oh man... Maybe I should be nicer to that guy. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> Why weren't you nicer to that guy? You were kind of a dick. That's so weird. Uh, Why were you so mean to this one random dude? Does anything cool happen while they're driving? I can't remember. I don't think so. Uh, they talk about things, yeah. which is interesting. Uh, I think they talk about the dog races. Oh, yeah, they go, oh, yeah, I have great feeling about these dog races. Nothing bad happens ever at dog races. I've never lost money in my life. I'm sure this isn't foreshadowing. We're just making up plot at this point to try and pad out the time. Because it, it, look, there's not much of it. There's not much here. In this movie. But anyway, they go to the, 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 the auntie's house. She speaks to them in Hungarian. And Willie mm. says, oh no, we're not hungry. Which is clever because <laughs> one of them is not from Hungary. And both of them aren't currently hungry. This is what I had problems with this film. This is the joke you bring up, and I'm like, this joke was dumb. <laughs> sometimes the jokes hit, sometimes the joke was this. Oh, it's a fun joke. It was oh, what am I kidding? It was a good time. Uh, um, but it was also dumb. It was pretty silly. She's working at a hot dog place. They pick her up from there. It was a great hot dog place. Some guy asks her out to a movie. And she's like, all right, I'll go home and get ready. And then the aunt's like, you better take the other boys with you to this movie. <laughs> and she's like, no, what? No, uh, no, I don't want to do auntie. No, why would I do that? And she's like, you're going to do it or I'm going to kill you. <laughs> and she's like, all right, wow, that's a bit drastic. Why yeah. would you? Okay, calm down, auntie. And then, yeah, uh, we see her have a great awkward scene. Where they're all sitting in the movie theater, but the girls in between the two guys, while the one guy that asked her out is to the side. <laughs> and he keeps looking at her. Yeah, he's like, this is not, this is not, 
what I wanted <laughs> at all in any way, shape, or form. I really appreciate as well as well how they went to see a kung fu movie, and all we hear of the movie is just people going Whoa, and just punching something. <laughs> oh my god! It sounded like people were banging. I'm not gonna lie. That was my one thought. Was like, <sighs> this sounds like people having far too great a time. I like that scene a lot. I thought that was fair because it goes on for so long. It's like it two is a very minutes. Long scene. He's trying to pass her popcorn, and then the guy in the middle is like, oh, yeah, I'll take some of this. <laughs> yes. He's like, hell yeah, popcorn. I was just thinking I could use some popcorn. It's great. It's a good time. They go back home, and we get one line, which I think I think this line sums up the movie perfectly. I, ho- I hope you're mm. ready for this. The line is, you know, it's funny. You come to some new places, but everything... It's exactly the same. That's the line. That was my mind exploding at that revelation. Is that what this movie's about? How going someplace uh, new is I'm overrated? Say no. No. And I don't you... think this movie was about anything. <laughs> I think it was just like a random documentary sort of thing. You yeah. Know? It's a good time though. Anyway, want to hear a joke? Oh, I'd love to hear a joke if it's related to this movie. Because they were so dry and deadpan. <laughs> so there's three guys and they're walking down the street. <laughs> One guy uh-huh. says to the other one, hey, your shoe's untied. He says, yep. yeah, I know that. And then they walk... Uh, no, no, no. Okay, there's two guys, and they're walking uh-huh. down the street. One guy says to yep. the other one, hey, your shoe's untied. He says, yeah, I know uh-huh. that. They walk a couple blocks further. They see a third friend, and he says, your shoe's untied. Can't remember the joke, but it's a good one. <laughs> it's, it's a great joke. <laughs> I wrote that whole thing. <laughs> It was so funny. It was a dumb joke. It was a very dumb joke. And then, like, it, just to give you an idea, the way this movie works, that you have two seconds of, like, blackness. You fade in. A character's like, hey, want to hear a joke? That whole thing plays out. So he says, I can't remember the joke, but it was good. She says, oh. And then it fades to black. That's it. That's the scene. It's the whole, That's all you get. That's what the whole film is. It's just that over and over again. They plan to to go to Florida. All three of them. Oh yeah. Go to Florida. Sounds like a good plan. I'm sure the auntie's really down for this. Yeah, she's super happy. <laughs> yeah, she's like, "What the fuck? What do you fucking mean?" Right. Which is understandable. I mean, you hear someone's having their life bogged down by this backwards, lame-ass place, and you're like, "Yeah, that sounds great. Why? Why do you want to leave?" I can kind, I can kind of see where the aunt's coming from, though. I mean, she's like probably in like her seventies. She's all alone mm, in this cold. Yeah, and mm. all the kids just want to leave, and they're just causing trouble. And like, yeah. why leave when you cannot? They go and buy aviators. Yeah, I, look, look, the aviators maybe was stretching it a bit too far. I like but... aviators. I, mean, I, I think they're pretty cool. Uh-huh. They're a little overdone now. I think Terminator ruined them, but they're, you know, <laughs> they were cool before Terminator. Terminator perfected them, and it's all been downhill from there. That's true. It's just like the Terminator franchise. <laughs> <laughs> Big oof. They go to a motel, and Willie's like, hey, Ava, hide in the back of the car so that we only have to pay for two beds. Which is a totally reasonable request. Yeah. Wait, what do you... Yeah, what... How did... You're just buying a room. Why are you paying for beds? I don't understand. Yeah, I don't understand this, actually. Um, I was like, wait, <laughs> why did she have to do that? Well, because, I don't know. 
This it doesn't add up because they get a foldable bed anyway. Did they bring that with them or was that in the hotel? Yes. They brought that with them. We got, I'm going to specifically assume that they brought that. With if them. they brought that with them, then there's no reason why the hotel person would charge them more. Unless the hotel runner was just a bit of a dick and he'd be like, you can't stay in the room without paying for it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. It was strange. I did like the scene though with them all picking their beds and Eddie's like, oh, I guess I'm going to very slowly open up this foldable bed for two minutes. Yep. Which was good. I mean, what else were you were you looking for except for two minutes of just opening up this, this bed? Yeah. Like, like, that's a lot of things in this movie is like, you, you get to see the mundane bits as well, not just the, the action-filled ones. That's very it's much very... this director's style is mundane, the movie. But anyway, the dog races. Tell us about the dog races. The dog races. Well, you see, I have a great feeling about the dog races, you see, because I have zero intuition. <laughs> Literally zero. So I have no idea what the hell's going on at any point during this movie. And therefore, I'm having a great time. But my friends, you see, my friends, they have no idea what's happening. They, they, they haven't got a clue. They're dumb. Mm. They, like, have zero brain cells. Which is why I'm going to say that the dog races, i got a good feeling about them. Because then my friends aren't going to disagree because they have no idea what's going on. It makes sense to you, it makes sense to me. Yeah. And that's exactly what happens. Are we going to go, though, to the dog races? No. What? Didn't I just explain what happened? Doesn't that make sense? But i got a good feeling about these dog races. you got a good feeling? Well, we got to go to the dog races then. Let's go to the dog races. Bet everything. Yeah. You know, money, saving that up. Let's not do that. Let's spend everything on these dog races because i got a good feeling about them they spent everything and they made sure b- before to tell you that they only spent 50 dollars while staying with the aunt they are they only spent 50 so they're not the sort of guys who would go around splurging but they just go to the dog races and they put everything on it you'd think they knowed better these guys mm. anyway they lose it all you think but they're dumb so they they lose everything. They're yeah. the bad. They lose everything. They're in the hotel and they're angry. For some reason, Willie keeps lighting matches and then dropping them on the floor. Like that's dangerous, man. Yeah, I feel like that's that's a safety hazard. That's a that's a no no. Don't do that. That's a bad bad right there. But anyway, then they go off to the horse races to try and win some more money. But Eva isn't allowed to go with them. So what does she do instead? <laughs> Uh, she just walks. She goes out to a pier and is like, man, those sexist pigs. And then some random guy walks up and is like, hey, you know, Jimbo? Yeah, it's, it's dumb old Jimbo. It's me. I, I don't want to owe any more money. So here's, here's <laughs> the money. It's just, just a pile of cash. It gives her a pile of cash because she's wearing a hat. Because of the hat. Because yep. he's like, oh, you're wearing the hat. There we go. Yep. He's great. I think that was, um, I think that was this guy called Ramel Z, who is like a graffiti artist and like a rapper and he does like painting and stuff like that. He's, he kind of does everything, but he's like a big deal <laughs> in the 80s. It was a big deal. So that was kind of cool that he just showed up for a second. Hell yeah. I like that scene as well, though, because she gets the money because this guy mistakes her for someone, and then immediately afterwards we cut to a scene where someone dressed in exactly what she was wearing walks up and is like, oh, he's not here, and then goes away. Yeah, yeah, it's good. I love that in the background, just like, yep, that guy's boned. He's about to get hit up by the mob being like, where's my money? And he's like, I gave the money. Yeah. 
What happened to that guy? Ah, uh, he died. Probably did though. We'll find. We'll it's... have to, to, to find out in the upcoming segment, maybe. Oh yeah, absolutely. So she leaves half the money in the hotel room, takes the rest of it, goes to an airport, and and she supposedly buys the last ticket to Budapest. Mm. Keep that in mind. The last ticket. The very last one, you say. Mm. You mean there's no other ones after this one? No. Nope. Not a single one. Just one ticket. Interesting. Willie and Eddie returned from the races. They won a lot. Yeah, they won big time because he had a bad feeling about the races, which means they won a lot of money. <laughs> uh, is it literally exactly what happens? There's a funny quote where Eddie sees the hat and he's like, is that Ava's hat? That looks like Ava's hat. Where did she get the hat? Where'd she get that hat? I like that hat. I want to get a hat like that. Obviously, that's her hat because you don't own a hat like that because you're dumb. I don't own a hat like so that. So where'd she get that hat? I want to know, Sandra. Tell me where you got the hat, Sandra. I think they, sh- I think they, think they show her buying the hat. It's from like a convenience store. Oh, there you go. That's where she got the hat. Just go back to that part of the movie. Take a screenshot. Yeah, go idiot. there and why didn't you record? Why didn't you go back to the movie? You didn't see where she got the hat. That's where she got the hat, man. Where she got the hat. So they see her message and then they go to the airport. And they're talking to the guy who sells tickets. Mm. And the guy's like, she's going to Budapest. If you want to go catch her, you got to buy the last ticket to go to Budapest. Mm. Which I think is extortion. You can't do that. So Willie, he buys the last ticket because he's going to go on the plane and tell her to get off the plane. Oh, absolutely. And then the plane takes off and he's just going to Budapest by himself because she played them all. Yeah, wait. So, okay, I need an explanation for the ending because I was a little confused. So they think she's going to Budapest because she wrote a thing that was like, I'm going to go to Budapest. I think, no, I think she just said, I'm going to the airport. She went and saw the latest departure. And then she mm. told the ticket guy to tell people who come asking after her that she's on that plane. Mm. I think that's what she did. Okay. Which is probably illegal. Yeah, I don't think that's illegal. That sounds know. perfectly reasonable in every way. I think so. Why would that be illegal? So he's just going there by himself now, back to Hungary. Yeah. I mean, uh, would they have a lot of cash? So you could probably just fly back, to be honest. Yeah. But yeah, no. And the guy's like, oh man... I knew I had a bad feeling about this. (laughs) That's how the movie ends. He sees the plane taken off, but he's like, I knew I had a bad feeling about this. And that's it. And that's the movie. So this whole time he was denying his Hungarian um, ancestry. And And then the Hungarians came after him in the end. That's the film. That's Stranger Than Paradise. That's the film. Yeah. What do you you think overall, Sandra? What what is your, your big old opinion, your big fat opinion? I think I know. But I want to know. Oh, I hated it. It was so bad. Really? Boo. Oh, yep. Nah, it's good. It's a good movie. It's real. I did a, I did a you fake out. Oh, I would never in my life do a fake out literally <laughs> ever. That's foreshadowing. I mean, oh, no. I really liked it, but compared to the director's other films, this one doesn't have a point, but it's very enjoyable to watch mm. and for that, like, it does feel like you're watching a documentary, which is very cool. So for those reasons, I'm going to give mm. it a big old goodie. I think this is great and better than a lot of the the, the, the stuff we've done. Um, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, but I can definitely see why someone would not like it. But for me, it's very good. I think it's really good and a big goodie for me. Nice. What about you? It was just not really my type of film. 
mm. and just different because it was different. It, it didn't quite do it for me, unfortunately. Okay. I think it, it was it was an enjoyable, good film, but it wasn't my type of film. And I feel like this guy's probably done better things. Yep. I haven't seen any of it. I have no context. Check out the zombie one. Ch- check out the zombie one. You'll like yeah, it. Yeah, the zombie one sounds very good. Yeah. So I kind of want to see that. So what are you going to rate it? I'm probably going to. I'm probably going to give it an oldie. I'd say go go check out his other things. Like this isn't like super good, but it had a lot of things which I liked about it. Mm. I liked how slow paced it was. It wasn't crazy. Every two seconds, just go nuts. Everything's happening. Oh my god, it's Marvel. Both of our bad guys are just different color palettes of the other Oof. guys. That's every bad guy ever. It's just a different color swap of the good guy. In every superhero's first movie, they're fighting the evil version of themselves. Yes, that is yes, that is correct. correct. Aside from Batman Begins, where he's fighting a scarecrow, but also fighting the evil version of someone that grew up where he did. Yes, so, correct. you know... <laughs> Yeah, 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 but that's the thing, that's the mix-up. You throw in this, like, crazy bad guy, and people are like, whoa, I don't understand, this bad guy's different, Mm, I don't know about this movie, and then they Mm. have, like, but this guy grew up the same, and has the same, oh my god, I understand this movie now! So, an oldie and a goodie is the rating for the Stranger Than Paradise. Also, it's called Stranger Than Paradise. Mm. Does the title make sense to you in the end? Uh, It was definitely... There was a guy, uh, and then a girl came over, and she was sort of a stranger, because he didn't really know her very much. But then, that was it. That, yep. Yep. Um, Sequel time. (laughs) Sequel time. Uh, We're going to pitch some sequels or spin-offs or animated TV shows. Oh, well, I have a sequel for this one. All right, what do you got? You have uh, main characters. You have Joey, Joey McGee, which is, as I'm sure, is the name Eddie? of the sidekick. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's Joey McGee. I'm pretty sure it's Joey McGee. Joey McGee, all right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm changing his name in the sequel to Joey McGee. <laughs> um, and Joester. Those are the, Joey um, McGee and Joester? That sounds like a show you'd watch at like 9.30am yeah? on Channel Go or something. Do you have a problem with that, Sandro? <laughs> no, I'm all for it. Keep going. <laughs> yeah. So Joey McGee and Joester, they're like, oh, we're from New York. What's her name? Is it Joanna? Yes. How did you know that? I was going to get to that. Wow. Uh, she starts a pro wrestling career where she wrestles alligators. Wait, so she's moved back in with the auntie? No, 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 no. She's in Florida. The auntie's moved to Florida. Oh. Because she's like, I'm a lonely aunt. I want people to hang out with me. So she moves to Florida. Right. Meanwhile, the girl's wrestling alligators. Okay. I'm pretty sure that's what you do in Florida. Definitely something that was set up in the first one. That she can yeah, wrestle yeah. alligators. Yeah, that's cool. It's cool. No, she starts wrestling. Like, she, she finds something to do. And that just so happens to be wrestling alligators. Which yep. is what everyone does in Florida. The two guys, they're drafted. Because there's a war that breaks out. Uh, New York starts its own state government. And then starts civil war in America. <laughs> Great. New York wants independence. <laughs> Yeah, because we're New Yorkers here. No, 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 no. Hear me out. Hear me out. All right. So New York is one independence because we're like, we've got the rats. We've got the trash. What does America have? Nothing for us. So we're going to start our own country. We're going to call it the great nation of New York. The New York nation. New York nation. It's got to be the best nation out there. Yeah. So we start our own nation. But the problem is 
uh, America's a thing. And so we need to draft people into New York. So the New York guys are like, I don't know about this one. Should we join New York? Mm. Should we join America? But New York is like, we're being suppressed. People are coming in and taking our trash and rats, and we can't handle that. <laughs> we need a bit of war. We need a bit of... <laughs> They're taking our trash. We need a bit of wall. We need a bit of wall to stop these foreigners taking our trash. <laughs> a wall made out of pizza boxes to stop them. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, yeah, they have, a, they have a fight. There's a very dramatic scene where uh, Joey... One of them, I can't remember which now, Dice. Oh, no. The sidekick or the grumpy guy? I'm going to say the sidekick. The sidekick obviously has to die. He gets hit by a stray rat. Oh. <laughs> Unlucky, you know? Yeah, it's real bad. In the, in the fight of battle, and he loses, he loses a leg to a rat. <laughs> And he's like, ah, my leg! You gotta go on without me. It's the scene where a rat gets shot at his leg and just slowly eats through it. And he's like, oh, I'm losing my leg, man. I don't want to touch that. That thing looks flea-ridden. Don't give me a disease. (laughs) Absolutely not. Good luck with your leg, pal. Yeah. But what's she doing, yeah. though? She's wrestling a- a- alligators. Does yes. she come in the so last that's, second that's, and so start... So that's how, the, this, uh, the, how, how they get through. It's like, we're, we're, we're not making it... There's a big stalemate. Yeah. There's no progress being made. And then, bam! They're like, we got to get the special forces in. Mm. Who shows up? Boom, it's her. It's it's Joanna uh, with her alligator squad. Ah, oh, yes. And they pile drive their way through this cardboard wall. How do they do that when a miracle? <laughs> it's because the alligators just eat the rats. Yeah. They don't give a shit. The alligators <laughs> the are like, ends. well, that's just a snack. <laughs> yeah, and the movie ends with people and rats being eaten by alligators and Joey standing above it all going, yep, that's how this was supposed <laughs> to happen. It's the chaos that I wanted to cause. New Yorkers against New Yorkers. <sighs> well, I've got two ideas for a sequel. One of them is an animated TV spinoff with Willie and Eddie. I mean, uh, Joe and Joester. They go to various uh, races and they bet on the races. And each week you're like, are they going to win or are they going to lose? <laughs> and they get up to hijinks. That's one idea that's wow. terrible. Wow, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's almost like this movie has like no plot, so it's really hard to make a sequel involving some sort of plot that was mm. instrumental in the movie because there was none. Okay, the it's main crazy. idea I had, though, is a- Ava, she's got this money, and the guy yeah. whose money she's got comes after her. Mm. Oh, yes, I forgot about this plot line. Yeah, not not directly. So she goes back home... Back to where the aunt lives, and she's working. Um, she's working at the hot dog stand, and one day she comes back, and her aunt's not in the house, and she's like, "Where'd the aunt go? Where'd the aunt go?" She, she gets a phone call, picks up God. the phone, and the phone's like, "It's me, the guy whose money you you took. It's, I kidnapped your aunt. You gotta come get hey, her." Hey, but uh, you kind of like just gave me the money, like. You yep. just kind of forced it upon it me. It was a mistake on our behalf, and that's why we're we're not doing anything. We got your your auntie a pizza. Your auntie's eating pizza. She's fine. Oh, that's that's great to hear. We haven't kidnapped her per se. We've just taken her to a bingo night with this pizza. Oh my god, you bastards! <laughs> and then Ava's like, "I'm gonna kill all of you. I'm never gonna see my auntie again. How could you, you bastards?" She puts on. Uh, some spandex 
and a mask. That was not where I was expecting this to go. She gets nunchucks and a katana, and she goes around killing random mobsters until she finds the right one. (laughs) Wow. Wow, that took a twist, to be honest. I was not expecting that. Wow, that's impressive. It's called Kill Phil, which is the (laughs) guy's name. The guy who kidnapped her, that's her name. Uh, Oh, ooh, boo. That was the best you could come up with in 10 seconds. There's there's flashbacks where she's being trained how to fight in in Hungary by this guy called Phil. Turns out they used to know each other somehow. Doesn't come back. (laughs) It doesn't get explained. (laughs) She got trained by this guy. (laughs) Oh my, wow. That is a wowie kazowie. Yeah, no, that gets a 20% on my tomato meter. Oh, no, on everyone's tomato meter. It is the worst <laughs> yeah. movie ever. On a, on a, on a rational human yeah. being's tomato meter, yeah. They keep the same style of editing, so, like, there's single shots of them drawing their swords, cuts to darkness for two seconds. Other person drawing their sword, cuts to darkness for two seconds. They stand off and they're like, you're going to fight? I'm going to fight. Then they go in, and then it cuts to darkness for two seconds. So you look over here oh and they're fighting. God. It's really awkward, and I don't know why they made it. Yeah, no, an action film with that sort of sequence would be very slow. Yeah. And not good in any way, shape, or form. Anyway, we should move on. Yeah, we should. Let's let's move on. Let's find let's find something else to talk about. What uh, what do you think we should do next? What what sort of uh, segment of some sort we, should we should we try to attempt? I want something without any opinions. Any opinions? No opinions. Like like whatsoever? No. That's asking a lot. I don't want any opinions in my next segment. Thank you very much. What about if they had like one or two? Is that fine? Uh, I guess I could let one or two slide. Fine, if we must. One or two. Okay, well that's good because we got it's the the Raven Reviews coming at you. Okay. That was almost a New Yorker accent, but then it wasn't. No. It's Raven Reviews. This is a part of this show where I get some reviews for Rotten Tomatoes. They have names, they have people, they have reviews, they have opinions. Sandro, he has to guess the score. Sure. Starts off with Sarah, who says, A boring plot. On paper, but I really enjoyed it. Aha! See? (laughs) It was the setup. Remember the Uh, foreshadowing? Foreshadowing, foreshadowing. But I really like it. This is a 3.5 review. What? You got it in one. Well done. How did you guess that? The next one, William. Ooh. William's like, art house crap. Nothing happens, don't waste your time. Yeah, but but it's not about the nothing that happens. It's about the nothing in between the nothing. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. No. Oh. Um. So what does William think? 0.5. Nope, it's a 2 out of 5. Wow. Didn't you see the slightly Didn't... positive aspects of art house crap, nothing happens, don't waste your time, Sandro? <laughs> Wow. That's definitely a two out of five. Amazing. That's great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, obviously. <laughs> obviously, there's some redeeming qualities in the statement, don't waste your time. Oh, dear. Um, <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, Josh says, weird as shit, but somehow interesting. Okay. Cleveland rocks. Uh, sure. <laughs> I think I'm going to go for a three. It is a three. Oh, I was... Wow, okay. So far, you're doing really well. All right. Okay. Uh, I I dare you to guess this run, right? Uh, Kaladi 
says, hipsters are so boring. Full stop. Are there hipsters in this? They're just kind of like, unless people who like this movie are hipsters. I mean, you might be a hipster. You do drink, like, IPAs just constantly, read comic books and... Comic books are not a hipster thing. Comic books are absolutely a hipster thing. I'm reading Dune at the moment. That's a hipster thing. But it, uh, only hipsters read Dune. Okay, we're both wrong. Because only hipsters have the patience for that style of writing. <laughs> Ooh, only hipsters read books. That's, that's true. Uh, that's true. You're, you're reading the book instead of listening to it as an audiobook. So you are a hipster. Um, that review is a two point nothing. It's a four point five. <laughs> I don't know. Hipsters are boring was the <laughs> whole review and it's 4.5. No, I have no idea. Oh, dear. Mitchell, mm. he says, Stranger Than Paradise is a modest film that says a lot about America in an honest, often humorous light. No, it doesn't. 3.5 out of 4. <laughs> I think I'm going to go 4. you got to go 4. Makes sense. And you're right. That's the math he did. That's the thing he put. Why he put 3.4 out of 4, I don't know. He's dumb. Ben, not fan of the show. Friend of the show or anything. Oh, This is different Ben. Not the Ben that would like this movie. No, Ben would love this movie. Whereas this Ben says, Fuck Jeremy and his formula... For boring, slow movies. That's the point, though. It's a one. <laughs> it's a one. You're yeah. right. Wow. Uh, I've got four points this week. That's yeah, crazy. wow. Holy crap. All right. Well, let's see if you can guess this one, Sango. Mm. Iris says, nothing really happens. Everybody's bored. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that review. That is very funny. Yes. It is very funny. <laughs> nothing happens. Everybody's bored. Brilliant. <laughs> I'm kind of hoping it's a 4.5 review. It's a 5 out of 5. Oh, okay. 5 out of 5 review. You were so close if you just oh. committed. Iris loves this movie. That's a great review. Oh, dear. Anyway, William says... "You." This is second time Williams references. I can't imagine two people with the same name, William. Says, you could watch this movie... Or you could just kill yourself nice and slow. Oh my goodness. It doesn't make any difference. That is awful, Will. It's a slightly negative review, I feel. Will should feel bad for writing that one. <laughs> yeah, I liked his first review better. It's a 0.5, without a doubt. Yeah, it's a 0. <laughs> yeah this one's a 0.5, and that's all we had. Thank you very much. Well, that is the show. Ugh. I was um I was just, wow. just just checking it up just to confirm and yeah this movie Stranger Than Paradise was actually the first movie to do this sort of filmmaking uh, and it was very influential so there we go a late fun fact interesting I don't really do fun facts anymore but I did one for this one this was a very influential movie because it was fresh as you said mm, and we do like a bit of fresh it, it, yeah that was definitely the best part of this movie was how actually fresh it was like no joke it was a nice refreshing bit of bit of cinema speaking of fresh ooh uh if you like this show you should go and tell a friend about it with breath mints <laughs> that would help me right now <laughs> there is a a 75% chance that your friend will listen to the show if you recommend it with breath mints okay 
How, yeah. how does breath mints come into the situation? I'm still confused. Okay, so you've got the breath mints, and you're talking to your friend, and, you, and your friend's already picked it up. Your friend's already like, well, my goodness, this person right here really likes freshness, and therefore anything this person recommends must be fresh. Mm. And so you recommend this Absolutely. podcast to them, and your friend would be like, ah, what a fresh idea. I'm going to go listen to it. Ooh. Ooh, ooh, that hurt. That hurt to listen to that's, You want to rephrase? That's fair that enough. Or... I was gonna die on the hill. That was good, but now I'm not. Um, so you can do that if you want. That helps us out. Hell Tell yeah. a friend. Review us on iTunes if you want. I really want other podcast apps to allow reviews. Come on, other podcast apps. Yeah. What are you? What are you doing? Other po- other podcast apps. What are you doing? One day that'll happen. Doing. One day that'll happen. It won't. But yeah, uh, that, no, probably not. But um, you can do that as well. Reviews and telling a friend helps us out. There's our mm. YouTube channel. If you want to leave us a passive-aggressive message about how we were wrong about a movie. We get a lot of those. And there's a place for you to send them. Not here. Go no. away. Go to our YouTube channel for that. Or you can send us an email as well. Uh, oldiebuddygoodypod at gmail.com. There's Facebook's. You can message us. There is Instas. You can message me or message Zach. He won't see it. I won't see it. I don't use that stupid app because I'm not a loser like you losers. You losers. What a hipster you are. Yeah, I really am. I am the most hipster of hipster and I feel like I should have enjoyed this movie more, but I didn't. It's garbage. You're trash. Well, that is the episode. Thank you for listening. As I mentioned, all links in the description. Favorite quote time? No. Oh yeah, we gotta pick a movie first. <laughs> of course. I know how this show works. I've only been doing it for nearly a hundred episodes. Sandro, would you like to pick the next film? No. Alright, you've got Garbo. Which this is the best title. Garbo Talks. Garbo Talks? What? Is that yes. even that's a yes. movie title? Yes, this is the movie title. Okay. Why Why is this Garbo... Gar- Garbo is a word that I've heard people use to describe something as a joke, mm. as a non-word. This is this is a movie title. Gar- Garbo Talks. A dying mother wants to meet a famous celebrity before she dies. Oh, because there's an actress whose last name is Garbo, I think. Oh, So maybe that's... Right. That's a Garbo last name. So she wants to um, meet a famous person before. Oh, Carrie Fisher's in it, though. Hey, that's an actor that I've seen in a few movies. <laughs> Songwriter. That's the title of a movie. These titles are bad this <laughs> week. <laughs> We've got some good titles. A country music star tries to get their rights to the so- into his song back. No. He wrote a song, and he's like, hey... I wrote that. It's either that or it's... And we have comfort and joy. Nope, no more comments. We've got to get through this. Comfort and joy. Wow. The title's amazing. A radio DJ... What is the... How does comfort and joy happen? A radio DJ witnesses an attack on an ice cream van... What? ...and is led into a struggle between two Italian families over the ice cream market in Glasgow? Well, that's obviously what I'm picking. <laughs> Why is this called comfort and joy? What What about that was comforting or joyous? I don't know. What? These titles. Garbo Talks, Songwriter, Comfort and Joy. A radio DJ witnesses an attack 
on an ice cream van and has led into the struggle between two Italian families over an ice cream market of Glasgow. Maybe the, one of the ice cream trucks is called Comfort and the other one is called Joy? If so... I hate that. I like that. Yeah, I hate that. Well, I guess we will find out why it's called that next week because that's... I'm picking that one. Yeah, no, that sounds incredible. Next week, Comfort and Joy. Yeah, why? Those are some bad titles. Yeah, those are really bad. People with with whose job is to come up with a title. Don't be Garbo or talk. <laughs> don't... Don't, don't write songs. Just come up with a good name. All right, for favorite quote time, what have you got? Hey, I'm a New Yorker. That's not a quote. Hey, I'm, I'm Joey. That's my name in this, this movie. No, it's not. Hey, let's go to the dog races. I want to race some dogs because I've got to bet all my money on it. Yeah. Let's go to the dog races. Hey, hey, Joey. Which is also your name. That's my name. Let's go to the dog Where races. am I from? <laughs> I think you're from Australia, but then moved to New York. I'm pretty keen to go to the dog races, but before we do that, I've got something I need to tell you. Oh, yeah? What what, what you got for me? i got a, I got a joke. Oh, you got a joke? I, I love joke. jokes. Tell me the joke. So, so three guys, uh, they're walking down the street, um, and one guy says to the other guy, no, wait. No, no, no. Okay, so there's four guys, and they're walking down the street. And maybe there's five. I'm going to say th- there's five guys, and I'm they're walking down the street. Right now, now, one of them says Where's to the other one, hey, device? your shoe is untied. I stop and then he says, right now. I know that... Christ, this is, this um, is killing me. No. I think a part of my... No, there's two I'm guys. Split. There's two guys, and they're walking down the street. One guy says, hey, your shoe is He says, I know that. I think I've murdered people. Then That's they walk a couple more blocks work, and they come across three friends. Why no, are we wait. referencing Harry no. Potter? Okay, this is no. joke still going? There's three guys. I, I want to They're die. walking down the street. I'm going to kill them. One guy says to the other, hey. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.